What's in your diary? What's in your diary? What's in your diary? What's in your diary? Hey diary dolls, it's your girl Ty, and I just wanted to welcome you to the It's Not Your Diary podcast. Hey, 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 welcome back for episode 7. I know I told y'all this week we have a guest on, they won't be on till the end, but this week's episode is about relationships and dating and singleness. And yeah, I thought this would be a perfect topic. I kind of prayed on it and it was just like on my mind, like all week. And first, I just want to say thank you to everybody that has been supporting me on this journey. Thank you to all my friends and family and everyone else who's been tuning in and sending me messages. I think going forward, I'll probably need more feedback from everybody. So if you can just go ahead and leave me some reviews. I'm still trying to get the podcast on the Apple. So just bear with me because it's taking way longer than I thought it would or way longer than I thought it should. But I finally got in contact with customer support. So Hopefully by the next one, but we'll see how that goes. Just pray for me, please. So yeah, I guess I'm going to hop on into this episode. I think this is one of those topics that I feel like there's a lot of misinformation, but there's a lot of like insecurity in relationships because relationships are very dangerous and we can get scared away from being in a successful or a healthy relationship very easily and honestly with my relationship I think that was my future for a very long time even recently I think sometimes you just caught up, you get caught up in all the worldly things like I always say and you get caught up in your feelings and all those things can really cloud your judgment and I know one thing that I've learned is that you can't make permanent decisions based off temporary feelings especially it's like you have highs and lows and a lot of the time in relationships we make our decisions off of our feelings like I don't want to feel like this so I'm gonna do this but it just shows our own coping mechanisms like you know I have too much pride I'm not gonna let you talk to me like this I'm not gonna let you treat me like this you know it's like we are always trying to one-up the other person when really that's not even what it's about so yeah and I would say honestly in my relationship I've had to work on myself since it was like we began this thing when we were kids so now you know at some point I had to grow up and 
I really had to become a wife in my relationship as a girlfriend. I had to learn, okay, I don't need to respond in this moment or how can I be the bigger person and walk away? And honestly, this is all from a female perspective. And I decided that I'll actually have to make this episode into two parts because next episode will have more of a male perspective. So yeah, next episode, I definitely need y'all to send in questions, ladies and men send in any questions. So yeah, I think one big mistake that I made and that a lot of people probably make is not loving yourself before you get in the relationship. And like like I talked about, last week how we were attracted to each other because we were both damaged and I think a lot of people look at their situation like why is this person like why do I always attract this type of person well you have to really look within to see why you attract a type of person or why you feel like you always end up with the same type of people like it has to be something inside of you and so I think the first step for me was like really being able to love myself and I never even knew you know we've been together for almost 11 years and it took me till this year to really realize what was really going on like why does this same thing keep happening like it's something else and being able to really self-assess in a relationship is very important because you get to a point where it's like you have to have those hard conversations of what's going on why are we having this conflict because you can't really get past any issues in your relationship without sitting down and actually having a real conversation and I think nowadays we have this perception that you can't be honest with people because you don't know how they're going to respond or you don't want to be honest because they might leave you well you know I told somebody it's only two things that are going to happen either You're going to be together or you're not going to be together. You're going to be together and be happy and y'all both are going to be able to see where y'all fall short or you're going to be miserable and y'all both just going to fight because I think I'm right and you think you right. And that's not really how relationships are supposed to be. But as humans, we are naturally selfish and we're always looking out for our best interests. And just imagine in your relationship, if you're, you're always looking out for the other person's best interests, you're always trying to be there for them. You're always trying to make sure they're okay. You're always looking out for them. Imagine how much happier you would be because guess what? You always looking out for me and I'm always looking out for you. That is how it should be. And in an argument, if I'm always looking out for you and you always looking out for me, now we've reached another level of the relationship. And I think that's what I'm now trying to achieve in my relationship and being on one accord and really being able to talk. And one of the first steps to being able to build that type of close relationship is finding a friend. It's not finding 
someone who can support a need that you have. It's about finding someone who you feel so comfortable with and you always want to tell them everything. When you get off work, you want to tell them how your day was. When you are feeling sad, you want to tell them what's going on. When you need someone, they're always there. Um, somebody that you can laugh with, have fun with. Someone who can actually be like a best friend to you. It's like the same feeling that you get when you're hanging out with your friends. You should have that same good feeling like when you're hanging out with your boyfriend or girlfriend or whoever you're in a relationship with, husband, wife, your best friends, like you should have a healthy relationship with everyone in your life, not just the people that you're dating, but even with your family, you should have great relationships with them as well. You should want to be around them. You should want to talk to them about everything going on in your life and building that type of foundation starts with your love for God first then your love for yourself and then it stems trickles down then to the love for everyone else in your life so starting at the top it's like evaluate first your faith your relationship with God go back to podcast one if you have to and think about that relationship first and a lot of people don't really want to face their relationship with God because then they have to admit like, I don't have a relationship with God. Well, if you don't have a relationship with God, it's going to be really hard to have genuine relationships with other people in your life because when things go wrong in those relationships, you have to come back to God and ask him to help you. And I can give you an example. A lot of times... In my relationship, even with my mom, I would say it was just always hard. Like, you know, because it was like I always had these expectations and I always thought it should be one way when I had to accept that, well, God is in control. And especially if you find yourself always wanting to control every situation in your life, you just give it up. You don't control everything. You don't control any relationship. You don't control anyone else. Like, and that's the thing, we drive ourselves crazy trying to control the people that we are around. And that control is what pushes people away. And that was something that I struggled with so hard in every relationship that I had. And I never knew, I never realized that my sense to need to control, which was a natural thing. Um, there's a book called Control Girl. And it talks about when Eve ate the apple and that was a part like that was a part of our discipline that we got for her eating the apple is that women always want to control things and we always think we're in control. And some women are not like that, but it is a female thing and we have to die to that in ourselves. And for men, it's a little different, but for females, the control is something that we have to die to every day, die to it give it up because you drive yourself crazy you end up with anxiety and sad because you just feel like everything is out of your control you know your relationships aren't how you expect them to be your friends aren't doing what you think they should do your man isn't doing what you think he should do and then you just feel like oh I don't need to be friends with them he don't need to be in my life no more and you kind of get obsessed with like whatever doesn't make you happy has to go 
and I talk to a lot of different people and they're always just like they get to that point in a relationship where they just feel like they're not happy when really it's not really about your happiness like you have to be happy with who you are and what you have going on in your own life like a relationship is not supposed to bring you happiness we have to be happy on our own it's not the person that you're in a relationship with it's not their responsibility to make you happy like this marriage this relationship this friendship you know these relationships make me happy and if I because then once you don't have those relationships anymore you get severely depressed and sad and of course you would still be sad naturally but a relationship is not supposed to bring you happiness that's not the point so the first thing that you definitely have to do when it comes to working on you this is not to work on anyone else listening to this like you're listening to this for someone else like no this is just to work on you so like you have to identify the things that you're doing all the time in relationships no matter who is with no matter if it's a dating relationship a marriage a friendship your relationship with your family but you have to look at the patterns in your behavior because this is one of those things that I really had to look at like I had to really think like am I being the best that I can be and honestly like I feel like I go through waves like I'm like I'm on a boat and I'm just going through the ocean or something with the relationships in my life like I always get to these points throughout the year where I just completely have to shut down and just focus because I get very distracted and it's like if you notice that you're always shut down and you realize you know years have gone by and you're still shut down it's like okay let me self-assess let me reassess let me figure out what I really need to do to get back on point get back to where I need to be so really identifying the things that you're doing that you just need to put to an end. I would say that's the first point. Like really identify it. Really think about how I can be better. I know one of the things that I did at the beginning. I would say I was doing it for about a year. I, every Wednesday I would like text somebody. And check up on them at the same time. Like every Wednesday. But it would always be a different person. Normally it was a friend. Sometimes it was a family member but not really I actually need to make one like check up on a family member maybe I'll move that to a different day but yeah really looking at your relationships and analyzing them because you want to be the best you that you can be and whether that's for your family your whoever you're with whoever that person is we want to be the best that we can be on the inside. I think, you know, all the emphasis put on what you look like on the outside, but focus on your mind first. Focus on your relationship with God and him working on your mind. And then it's like everything else, you know, if your mind is healthy, everything else will just fall into place. So, yeah, really identifying those things that you need to stop. 
And then number two is just because you can doesn't mean you should. Just because you can be disrespectful and, you know, attack somebody, go for the jugular, um, hurt them because they hurt you. Just because you can do that doesn't mean that you should. And I feel like I can really speak to this because I've had a lot of instances this year where I felt like there's a lot of things that I can do. Like I've been through so much, like I should be able to do this and get away with it, but it wasn't right. And if I'm thinking like that, my mind is not in the right place. And if I'm thinking about it that much, my heart isn't in the right place. So then it's like, oh, now it's back to the drawing board. Now I have to start all over in this healing process because now like if my mind is drifting if if I get to a point where unhealthy behavior starts to happen you know if I'm snapping if I'm going off if I'm yelling like that's not who I am to the core that's not who I am and I need to always practice who I really am and I can't be just like just because I can go off on you doesn't mean that I should that's not who I am last week we talked about who we are to the core and if that's not who you are. Don't get sucked into being if are if you're disrespectful, go ahead and disrespect everybody. But I don't know where that's gonna get you, you know. And sometimes we really get into our feelings, but once again, it's like that feeling is so temporary. You might be feeling sad at two o'clock, but then by five o'clock you're like in a great mood because something happened, you know. Your feelings are so temporary. And it's like, yes, I get very upset with my boyfriend to the point where I might want to just really hit him. I've given into that before and it doesn't get me to where I'm trying to go. But that is like my first reaction just to react. And you know, that first reaction could be anything and you might want to go off or do anything. And that's not, that's not who God wants us to be. He wants us to die to who we truly are and die to that first reaction that pops up in your head, that subconscious thing that you want to do, die to that and completely forget that that's the thought that even came in your mind and you make the narrative, you create the narrative that you want. So really focusing on the fact that just because you can doesn't mean you should. That's number two. And then for number three, I want us to really find out how we can best serve the people in our lives. Like, how can I be better to you in this relationship, in this friendship, with this family member? Like, what can I do? I know I've been slacking in these areas and now I'm in a place where I can be there more. I can do this more. I can just be a sounding board for them. You know, anything. We know where we lack in things and not acting like we don't know is very important. And like not lying to ourselves being like, oh, I know I've been there for them. What they talking about? They lying, like getting defensive. Like that's one thing I feel like. And then if somebody did bring it to your attention, like, oh man, you know, I really been feeling like you haven't been there. You know, you kind of been busy with other things and then you automatically get defensive before it even gets to that point, before anyone ever calls you out, acknowledging your flaws before they even need to 
point at them is a big step and then acknowledging how you're going to change them and then even asking, telling them, hey, I know I haven't really been there. I know I've been super busy, but how can I be there for you better? How can I support our friendship better? How can I be a better boyfriend? How can I be a better girlfriend? How can I be the sister that you need me to be like what is it that you need and really being able to look at that there are some things that people might tell you and you'll think like oh I can't really do that right now like if like a sibling tells you like oh you know I really need this and it's like well you know financially I can't do that but if you need help finding ways to get it I can help you with that you know just offering solutions like relationships are all about relating and even if you can't be there explain why you can't be there you know I hope we can work on this but give me to January give me till this month you might not talk to me for a few months but just give me time I'm working through this just the awareness like but you have to have that awareness because if you don't somebody might step to you and tell you about yourself and then you might not you might not have even taken like a report card for what you've been doing you might not even check the boxes like okay yeah I talked to that person really I talked to them recently oh yeah but I haven't talked to them maybe I should check in but then that person might end up coming to you first and then you get defensive and now you cut them off when you know you you weren't really there for them when they needed you like I think just self-assessing and apologize when you know you're wrong even apologize if you don't think you're wrong I think this is a big point like oh this is super important if someone brings an issue to you and you don't feel like you did anything but they're telling you you did something they're telling you you hurt their feelings or like whatever they feel is the truth especially if they bringing it to you it it been um sauteed on their mind for a very long time they've been cooking you know and when that person comes to you and tries to confide in you and you get defensive or you start criticizing what they haven't been doing or you start telling them what they've been doing or you just stop talking all together and you just cut them off because you don't want to hear it well this is a perfect opportunity to build a very strong foundation like to build up the foundation in whatever relationship it is because we all get to that point where we lack like nobody's perfect we all have our days our months our years where we aren't able to be a hundred percent and you know the people in our lives they always understand sometimes they don't though sometimes they don't know sometimes we get a little caught up in our own world and we forget about everybody else And that's okay. It's nothing wrong with that because we don't put those type of expectations on the people in our lives. But there might be people who do have those expectations and they might come to you and they might not come right. But if you know or you, even if you don't know, even if you're you're just confused, like what if they just pulled this out of the sky? Like what are you even talking about? Like, I just talked to you a week ago. You're crazy. And, you know, you start thinking all these things and then those thoughts turn into words. Now y'all going back and forth. When you could have just said, you know what, I'm sorry. You're right. 
I haven't been there, but but you have to really be able to see. And even if you don't understand what they're talking about, but just apologizing anyways, because it doesn't hurt to apologize. If anything, you can apologize and nothing happens. But just arguing back and forth is unnecessary. So definitely be careful with that one but so three was finding out better ways how to serve those relationships in your lives and self-assessing and my other point was to apologize apologize when you know you've messed up apologize when you don't agree with that person but definitely apologizing and then for our fourth point is definitely to stay transparent I feel like we all get to that point where it's like where your mind goes, your energy flows, like that's the saying. So like being aware of what's actually taking place and being transparent, being honest about where you are in a relationship, being honest about your feelings towards that relationship, even though you should not react off of your feelings you should always express them because if you don't you're not staying true to who you are you're kind of just suppressing how you feel which then makes your mind believe something that's not true and we need to stay true to who we are and operate in truth in every relationship that we have stop lying stop beating around the bush say what you mean and mean what you say and state facts you know if those are your feelings those are your feelings and you should be able to express those and then if people don't know how to respond to your feelings if you start feeling like every time I express how I feel this person gets super defensive and they start to criticize me and they just or they just turn away and they don't want to talk to me anymore that's just a sign of immaturity this person just needs to grow up and I think sometimes we look at how a person responds and we let that determine who we are essentially because it's like, okay, I can't express this to them, but this is a true feeling. This is how I actually feel. So then you change how you feel based off of their response. It's like a a form of manipulation in a sense and you should never do that. When I say say what you mean and mean what you say, I mean that. Hold your ground in your intuition and what you know and the things that God has instilled in you because I mean that's all we have and that's why I say it's just so important to have that relationship with God because when you're not sure if a relationship is good it's pure or it's toxic he can show you and there might be things you know there might be certain things that a person is doing that you might not even know are toxic or you might not even know if you should be with them or not, but just having that relationship. And he can show you signs, trust and believe. And here are a few things for our last one, number five, that I think you need to pull pull all these things out of you, put them in a box and dig a deep hole and bury them for forever. Selfishness, pride, and immaturity. Uh, Just a little example, selfishness is always focusing on your needs and never focusing on the other person's needs. Um, Pride is feeling like, oh, I'm not going to reach out to them. 
I don't want to talk to him. I'm not going to text him first. That's just very childish and immaturity. Doing those things, being selfish is a form of being very immature because we all deal with different things at different times. And if you don't reach out to know what a person is going through, you can't hold them in contempt for their behavior because you don't know. You're so selfish in your own little world. You're only thinking about what you have going on. And then now you have all this pride and you don't want to reach out but you're upset with them I think those three things can really kill any relationship whether it's a romantic relationship whether it's friendship anything this will kill any relationship so I say definitely evaluate how you are approaching your relationships whether that be any relationship in your life or whether that be the person that you're dating definitely evaluate where you are as a person in relationships in general and then next week I'll give y'all a little snippet of kind of what we'll be talking about next week and I'll play that after this but yeah I just wanted to um kind of give an intro because if you don't know this stuff it'll kind of be like there's no point of me even going into depth about relationship and dating dating like for marriage like dating for marriage so that's what I'm going to go in on next week so next week we'll have a special guest for the entire show but after this I'm going to play the little clip of who's going to be on the next show kind of give y'all a little sample so yeah definitely work on this i hope last week's journal went good and i hope y'all actually really journaling and keeping these little pointers because this is stuff that our kids and our great-grandkids and grandkids and everything like they really don't need to know this stuff and i'm gonna repeat that until everybody gets it so yeah listen in for the clip right now special guest who I thought would be able to help me talk about this topic. So do you want to go ahead and introduce yourself? Tell us your name and your relationship to me. What's up, guys? Uh, I'm T, and I am Ty's boyfriend. So, yeah, since I talk about him so much, I decided to have him on so we can kind of talk about a few things and bring some light to a few things that have helped us in our relationship that we think can definitely help you all. So I want to start off by talking about how long we've known each other and then how we met and how we even became friends in the first place. You want to go ahead and start off? Uh, Yeah, we uh, met in, I think, Eighth grade, we, I think we were in trouble. Well, I was in trouble, and I think you just didn't go on a field trip or something, but we had got put in the same room. To, to keep it short, you end up slapping me at the end of the day. I didn't appreciate that, but then that's how we became friends, after mm-hmm. you slapped me. And, uh, and then we just became friends after that, talked almost like every day. And fast forward to high school, sophomore year, we uh, kissed at a basketball game, and I never actually beat my girlfriend. We just started telling everybody that we were together. It was news to me, and I just went along with it. Here we are, almost 11 years later, and the baby still going strong. Okay, okay, so what do you think has been the hardest challenge that we faced? Uh, I think the hardest challenge I think that we have uh, faced has been 
constantly understanding each other and constantly dealing with uh, change within us because we're not the same kids that we were when we were 15 and now that we're 26 we we are not we're not the same so i think that constant change of yeah what you used to like when you were 15 16 17 you might not like right now that you're 24 25 26 so Mm -hmm. i think that's been the biggest challenge for me on my my end just keeping up with all the change and i know that when once we hit our 30s there's going to be some more change so yeah, i think that'll be the biggest one so what skills do you use to keep up with the change like what helps you what have, what do you feel like we do that helps us uh, i'm not gonna lie i'm not really i wouldn't say that i'm really good at keeping up with the change because if I mean, you know me really well. I don't really like change, even with other people. I mm-hmm. expect you guys, to, I expect everybody around me to stay the same. Uh, but I think what's helping us is uh, our communication and just being blunt with it. Like, yeah, I don't like when you do that. Or uh, could you stop doing that? And it's just letting me know, like, okay, yeah, I used to do that. But she doesn't like it anymore, so I've kind of just, I guess, took notes of, okay, what to do and what not to do. Mm-hmm. Can you give an example? Um, let me see. You you have a lot of um, things that you change. Uh, <laughs> I think one example that sticks out the most is, um, I think it'll be how we spend our quality time. When we were younger, we didn't really stress too much about, like, you know, spending time together all the time. And I got used to that. Like, I got used to being able to go to the gym all the time and just doing my thing. And then, you know, we'll make time for each other, like, whenever. But now it's, like, you want at least an hour every day. You want, a, like, my undivided attention. And it's been kind of hard because I'm, like, you know, like, dang, I'm not really used to sitting in, you know, sitting in your face all day. I'm used to just, you know, living at my grandma's house and you living at home. And, you know, saying we didn't have to see each other all the time. But now that we live together, uh, the job, I learned that the job wasn't done just because I see you every day. And I think that's time. So, uh, yeah, yeah, I think that's been the the biggest one. Okay, okay. And I know a lot of the stuff that we learn, we learn through our premarital sessions. So do you think, would you recommend that to like all your friends? Uh, I think I will. I mean, I'm not going to lie and say like I wanted to do it. Uh, it was a little pushback at first, and I just did it just to do it. I wasn't really doing it to listen. But the person that does our uh, our sessions, he, he has a lot of knowledge and cool, laid-back guy. And he connected with me on a personal level, and that kind of made me open up a little bit more. And uh, he holds me accountable, like when I, you know, when I do things I'm not supposed to do or if I do things that he's been trying to teach us to work on and uh, I kind of go away from that. And yeah, I think that uh, anybody that's looking to get married or looking to help their relationship if it's on the rocks, definitely hit us up. Uh, We'd pass out that information. Uh, He's a really good guy. So uh, yeah, if you want that information, hit us up. We'll let you know. So why do you think it was pushed back? Like, why didn't you want to in the first place? Why do you feel like you felt like? Uh, I just, I mean, I still feel like this sometimes in in stuff that I do. Uh, I just, I just hate when other people try to tell me 
about my about my life like their experiences doesn't apply to my life that's what i used to think uh but i think that as i got to know him and as we had like i mean we've been doing this for what like over a year two years now maybe longer uh i just i just gave it a chance and when i gave it a chance it started to be better Uh, but yeah that's why i was pushed back because nobody wants to listen to someone tell them how they're supposed to do something that's just well at least i don't well i think that's the problem that everybody has a lot of people don't want anybody to put a mirror up to their face because then it's like now you got to change all the things that the change is not easy though change no nobody really wants to change nobody thinks they need to change true that's true but i mean sometimes it's for the best how do you think you would or for somebody who or girl or guy if you have somebody that you want to go to premarital counseling with somebody like you just don't even know if you should even keep dating them how if that person had pushed back like you what approach should they take if that's something that they want to do because i know most people if they don't want to go they don't want to do it they end up just breaking up because it's just easier than and to I, keep fighting i think that if that's the case then that's not really the person for you then if you asking this person to do something and they really don't want to do it. I mean, I really didn't want to do the premarital classes either. I didn't want to do anything, but at the same time, I just did it just because I knew it would make you happy and to get you to be quiet because you <laughs> you always on my back sometimes. But uh, but I did that just because. Okay, do I love you? Yeah. So I'll do whatever it is that you want me to do to make you happy. But I wasn't really happy about it. But you know, my love for you allowed me to be open to change. Oh, how cute. And so my next question is, how do you think your faith impacts being in a relationship? Uh, well, you know me, my, uh, be real, my faith is a little up and down. So, mm-hmm. uh, it, I mean, it, it plays a big uh, factor in our relationship because you can tell like when I'm when I'm losing faith and not really trusting God's plan, our relationship is always kind of rocky. Uh, but when I'm believing and I'm in a good spot, then we're mostly all the time in a good spot. So I think that uh, anybody out there that's in a relationship, I think that you have to have uh, faith. Uh, and I'm, I'm working on mine, uh, even though mm-hmm. it's, it's still a little pushback with you because you try to get me to go to church every Sunday and uh why do you think I try to do that because I I mean sometimes I don't know why you try to do that but uh I think it's to prevent me from playing in my basketball games but anyways uh yeah I think that faith is a big key into having a long-lasting relationship because without faith when things get tough and get hard usually don't make it if you don't have a little faith so do you have an example for that, or are you uh, just speaking like in general? Yeah, no, I'm just speaking in general. I'm, I mean, I got examples, but I'm not going to throw them all out there to the people. Maybe for part <laughs> two, maybe part two, you might yeah. give them a little sum. Yeah, we're going to have to do a part two because it's pretty late and we got to go to sleep. I mean, I could go all day. I go all day. I'm, mm. ooh, I'm new to this. I think the people want me. Yeah, next time we'll probably have... Um, some more segments and we'll probably dig a little deeper 
But this is just a little teaser for what's to come for part two next week. And for, for part two, if you guys have any any topics or any oh, yeah. things that you guys want us to discuss, let us mm-hmm. know. Uh, DM Ty and let her know. I mean, we've been together for 11 years. I'm not saying that we're like the golden standard, but we've, we've been through and seen a lot of things. So uh, I think we'll be able to be a good resource for people so if you got questions and topics you want us to hammer out and talk about uh yeah, let us know yeah and i think for the next episode we can kind of talk more about some of the things that we've been through and some of the exercises that we use to get through those things and so yeah i'll see y'all next week same time same place thanks for having me on the show Peace.